What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. I'm so excited to have my favorite player in the WNBA on Burn It All Down, Azurae Stevens, famous UConn player. She actually made was sixth in the 2018 draft class. She's a joy to watch, started off her career at Dallas, and now she's with Chicago Sky. I'm so excited to have you here. You were on our show for episode 59 two years ago, and we're thrilled to have you back. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's it's great to see you. Um, I remember when you came to UConn and it was like such a joy watching you and just hearing you speak. Um, and then we got to actually meet you. And now to be able to work with you a couple of years after has been really sweet. So thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so every time you slay those shots, I just, I'm like, <laughs> it's all me. This is all me. <laughs> but uh, can you give us an update of in the last two years, like, mm-hmm. you know, when I spoke to you last, you were, you know, you were running your hustle, you were working real hard at Dallas. And then we found out you went to Chicago. And what was that like for you? And how are you at Chicago? How's that going? Yeah, so that happened. It seems like it was a long time ago. But actually, this technically this year, um, I was traded from Dallas to Chicago. And so um, obviously, like trading, getting traded is kind of a bittersweet situation. Um, I got drafted by Dallas. So I really enjoyed my couple of years there. Um, heard I was getting traded to Chicago. I, I can't say I was super sad. Like, um, I actually got to know some of the Chicago team pretty well throughout my first couple of years because me and Gabby are such good friends. Um, and then, you know, just a new beginning, a fresh opportunity. I'm always looking forward to that, to grow and learn through that. Um, so this year was kind of weird, I think, um, than it, how it would have been if it was a regular year. Um, but, I mean, we started Zoom calls and stuff once we knew that we were going to be in the bubble um, just to try to get to bond and get to know each other um, a little bit more. And I mean, instantly I felt like a part of the family, um, which really stood out to me because usually when I meet new people, it takes me a little while to kind of open up and just feel comfortable. Um, But I think just with everything going on, you know, Coach Wade really set the precedent for our team to be really open and just uh, be a space where we could talk about all the stuff going on on the news with COVID, even just with all the racial inequality and all that stuff, like we were able to really bond and talk through those things. Um, And to be able to have that outside of my family was really, really special. Um, So we did that kind of leading up to the bubble. Um, And then I went up to Chicago for a couple of weeks. Um, We all did just like kind of pre Florida just to start training and stuff like that. And so that was really fun for me. Um, I was coming off of an injury last year So to get back on the court was one like really fun for me. And then with a new team, a new system, a new organization, um, and just kind of get to know them better was 
it was really cool um and it was fun I think we have a lot of fun in Chicago which has been really helpful for me just you know when you're in rehab and trying to come back it's you know you're just slaving away really like it's hard to kind of have fun through that process but then when you're able to get back on the court just to be able to be somewhere where coach Wade really makes the environment a fun one um is really cool and then the team is just awesome like we we have so much fun together off the court which helps on the court too um but even being in the bubble like it wasn't an easy situation um I must say like kind of felt summer campish kind of sometimes um but I mean we had a really we have a really good group so we were doing taco nights like Mm -hmm. your game nights like we were just trying to make Mm -hmm. the most of it um and I'm really happy to be in Chicago I felt so I felt so honored to be able to see that through the IG uh, just because the fun you were having that y'all were watching the challenge cup, which was great to see the crossover. And I mean, y'all were going for the red stars, (laughs) obviously, but like, I just, it was so much joy to watch you hold that joy, particularly in an extremely difficult time and a year that's been emotionally grueling for many, many athletes. And I just want to talk a little bit about that. Like, the wobble and never mind that we're existing in this pandemic, but also what happened? The murder of George Floyd and like Breonna Taylor and deciding to dedicate that season to her. Tell me a little bit about that. What were the conversations like in team? Yeah. So, I mean, I think just the decision in general to go to the bubble was like something we ought to come to, but that was one of the things that we decided as a team, like we were going to do that was going to make this season a little bit more special. We knew the league would set aside some stuff for us to raise awareness and really bring attention to these issues through our platform, but we wanted to take it a step further um, and make sure that as a team, we were doing something outside of whatever the league had um, in place for us. And so um, we came up with the campaign where we donated to a few different organizations. Um, I think it was five or six different organizations that we were donating through. So we had some videos made up for that. I think Gabby and maybe Diamond spoke a little bit more in depth on it as the front for our team. Um, but we were using that kind of as our way to raise awareness. We're dedicating this season to social justice. We're challenging you, the fans, to join us. Sky Takes Action means equality. Providing opportunities. Making an immediate impact means justice. Sky Takes Action means bringing the community together. Serving others means family. Sky Takes Action means doing your part. Is encouraging others to do more, period. Sky Takes Action means using our platform to create change. Real change. We've partnered with Athletes for Justice to raise money for Chicago-based charities that are fighting for equality for all. For all. So we were posting it before every game and trying to raise a certain amount of money. And then we each were going to donate uh, a certain amount at the end. So we did that as well. And so we, that was pretty much our thing on top of everything that we were doing, but making sure that we were actually making a, a concrete difference. And, you know, I think raising awareness is a good thing to do through our platform. Obviously, a lot of people... They see us on games, they're watching us, they're following us, but we wanted to make sure that we were doing something um, a little more hands-on as much as we could through like the pandemic and all this stuff. And so that was really fun and special and just made this season um, that much more just, I guess, emotional. Like before every game, they played a little tribute to just Breonna Taylor, different different people who have been killed um, this year. And there's so many different names, but It was kind of crazy, honestly, before games hearing that and then, you know, for a moment just emotionally being taken to another place and then you got to kind of just gather yourself together and get ready to go and play. So that's that's my question. Like, how did you shift pivot so quickly from being in that space, be cognizant in that moment and then going and slaying like you did? Like, how how did that how do you do that? It was it was really tough. Like, I think um, 
you know, it's kind of just one of those things where, you know, you're in the moment. So we're getting ready for games. But I mean, it was really hard for me before each game hearing that like over and over again. So I would just be mm-hmm. praying um, or say a quick prayer right after they were done to just kind of like say a prayer for the families mm-hmm. um, that have been affected and then kind of switch my head into a different mindset. But I think definitely this season, like on top of just the pandemic and stuff, but with all of that, like it just made it really emotional. But um, it made it that much more, you know, worth it to go there and play and, and try to raise awareness for these families, um, even for all the little, you know, African-American young boys and girls to look up and see, you know, us as on the platform. And I think professional athlete on these stages, we're an example. So I think even within that, like, it felt just great to be like, you know, what? even though this may be hard, I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to be out here in the pandemic, all of that. Like, I'm doing this to, you know, um, be a role model for like younger kids who are at home looking up um, to me and they'll see me on the stage so and not only I think young African-American kids I think you really the WNBA really set a blueprint for how to do things differently and you must be I'm just wondering if you know the impact that you've had personally too and in addition to this I can't help remark that when I was watching the games because I ended up buying a WNBA pass because I was just like I need to see these the commentary was just that you're also a really lovely person. Like almost every commentator was like, and Azrin, they would talk about your high school. And then I was just like, but also in addition to you being like delightful and lovely and smart was just that you're doing this work. Your team is dedicated to grassroots work, which is imperative, but also the impact you've had on other sports leagues. Like I know the NWSL was completely completely moved like everyone else like now the NHL is struggling to kind of even begin to follow you know like women's hockey basketball like you know the NBA actually was I think a step behind like they were there they're they're front and center in many ways but it was black women leading this way how do you how do you feel and you're very (laughs) modest and you know you're, you're very very humble and whatever but if you could just tell me what that is like being that kind of a role model yeah, and I think I think we were all personally touched by even the Breonna Taylor situation. That could have been any one of us. Like, realistically, when I was in Dallas, I mean, Chicago, we were in the bubble. But when I was in Dallas, I lived in an apartment by myself. Like, that could have been me. So I think that we all personally felt some sort of relation to that. And I think just in general, like, all the stuff that's been going on, like, we're finally this year realizing the power mm-hmm. that we have as Black women mm-hmm. in these positions that there's no more time to sit back and, you know, not speak up and say what we need to say. We're given this platform for a reason. So use it, use it to raise awareness, use it in any way that you want. And I think it looks different for different people. You know, not everyone's going to be the one to stand up and say a bunch of stuff. There's certain people who are really good at that. Um, But I think that for everyone, like just being a WNBA player, you have such an impact that you can make on your community. That's something that I try to do the most is being here, you know, mentoring young female black female athletes coming up um, really take them under my wing share my experiences with them look out for them a little bit more but even in general just young female basketball players around here I try to really give back to my community in that way but I think it just looks different for everyone and I think after you know this year all the tragedy and stuff it's it's kind of like you have a moment where you're like dang like what can I do Um, But I think the one thing I learned from this whole year and how crazy it's been is like everybody has a platform. And it's like one thing to be an an athlete and say that because, yeah, we have one on TV and stuff. But, you know, 
once we're back at home we're we're not like regular people but kind of like <laughs> you know we're just back in the normal grind of like life and stuff and like I always tell people that I'm like yeah I know I'm an athlete and I have a platform but if you go down to the coffee shop like and you see someone you can use that 10 seconds to raise awareness spike up a conversation like everybody has some sort of platform so just use it to your advantage and, and try to bring a little more good into the world than the way that you came into it. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Mama. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Mama. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. (sighs) You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria so that you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore, total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Mama! Maybe a babysitter too. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Like most historians, I'm terrible at predicting the future. But when I'm feeling lucky, I go to bet online. Football is back in full swing, and you might not be at a game this year, and probably shouldn't be, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So speaking of being at home, being normal people, you know I'm going to ask you about this. Get who? Okay, who's the better TikToker, you or Gabby? Okay, so I have a little backstory about Gabby's TikTok journey. So I was on TikTok last year when it was like, no one really talked about it. And like, when you would say, oh yeah, TikTok. And people were like, what? You're on TikTok? Like, I was on it then. And I texted her and I was like, dude, you have to get TikTok. Like, I know you would make like the funniest ones. Like, I just know you. Yeah. 
And so um, she, for the longest time, she was like, no, no, like, I'm not going to get on it. I think I'll like be addicted to all this. I'm like, dude, just trust me. <laughs> and the minute she got on, like all of her videos are like amazing. Like they're so <laughs> funny. Like they're so funny. So I think we're like, I think we're both good. Hers are more of like the comedy ones and I'm more into the dancing. dancing yeah. So we make a good, we make a good pair with that. <laughs> so are you trying to tell me you're the better dancer? Cause you're very diplomatic. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to say I'm the best dancer. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, we went there. All right, um, that's that's incredible. Okay, yeah. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. Get loose. It was so much joy to watch you. Y'all are like riding bikes. And then, so who choreographed the team TikToks when you were in the wobble? Who did that? Well, well, some of them, like, I would be like, yo, like, this TikTok is so good. Like, we have to do it. And then I'd like show people on the team and like, people be working. I'd be like, are you practicing on your TikTok? Like, make sure you're on your TikTok. And then we do it together. But our intro video, I don't know if they like posted that. It was like where we were riding on the bikes and like the V. Yeah, I can't remember who came up with that, but like I think that maybe was like, awesome. Yeah, I think like maybe Gabby, maybe and Diamond a little bit, and like maybe CP a little bit. I can't remember who for sure, but like, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was like a whole choreographed like thing. It was like a whole thing, but it was really fun though. <laughs> so they definitely want you to talk to me about the food truck and rally. Yeah, do you prepare the food? Because I saw one of your IG lives, and <laughs> you weren't actually in there cooking, but I feel like you were. Like I know you're how dedicated you are. So, like, tell me about this. Yeah, so um, it's actually crazy. Like, we, my parents and I have been watching Shark Tank, like, so much recently. <laughs> and you just learn so much from them. Like, from the people who get up there and they get ripped to shreds to the people who get up there. And, like, hopefully maybe one day we'll be on that show. But, um, yeah, since I've been home, like, it's been great because I've been able to actually help out more. Um, I go, I usually go with my dad to the kitchen before he goes out. And I, I don't always go on the truck, but I always go and help prep. Um, and so I definitely know how to make like all the things on the menu, but he's been having me on chop duty lately. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a bone to pick with him a little bit on that. Um, but yeah, it's been chop great being duty. able to be home. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually just chopping up vegetables. And I'm like, okay, I know how to do a little more than this, but like, I'll let you take it, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, if he needs help on the truck, like it's, it's not a small truck, but I mean, one person can pretty much run a shift depending on how busy we are. Um, but it's crazy that we haven't even been open. Business has been really like steady. Um, and, you know, we're just learning as we go, which is really cool. I think about opening up the food truck. It's like you just keep learning things as you go along, how to do something better, what works for you, different spots that are hot spots. And what's your favorite thing on this menu? My favorite thing is the regular shrimp and grits with the spicy southern sauce. It has a little bit of kick in it, um, but the sauce, it's like a red sauce with some andouille sausage in it. And like I said, it has a little kick in it. So it's really, really good. But everything on the menu is so delicious. Like I I love all of it. So, (laughs) but things have been going really well. So I'm grateful for that. That's amazing. I mean, if I ever get to North Carolina, I'm going to go specifically for that. hundred percent. You have to. Yes. And you let me know, even if I'm not here, you'll get a free meals on us. Oh, like. you're so sweet. I just, I am so excited to talk to your dad about cooking. Like, I yeah. just think it'd be amazing. So yeah. you all, y'all are going to be at home for a while until season starts up again. Yeah, for the most part. I, I'm not sure like when things will start next year, or, like what we're even doing. But yeah. so we're all just kind of waiting around to hear that. But some people are overseas and some people are here. And you're training at home? 
Yeah, well, actually, I was injured, like, at the end of last yeah. year. So I'm I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, a lot so better. Rehabbing. Now, uh, rehabbing now. Yeah. Um, and hopefully soon, within the next couple of months, I'll be, like, ready to go. So I'll just be training. I think I'll probably stay over here this year. Yeah. And then try to get overseas next year. But just trying to heal up now. And keep chopping. Yeah. <laughs> keep chopping. Your dad's a smart man. Like, this is what it is. He's keeping you, your agility and your, like, dexterity. So I think this is But great. I must say, when when we had the grand opening, I actually helped, like, inside the truck. And, like, the kitchen is a whole nother beast. Like, it's it's a lot playing. Like, I, I always make fun of my parents, like, y'all wouldn't last a day, like, doing my schedule. But, like. The kitchen is definitely a different beast. So a lot of respect to my dad and just like all the work that he puts in there. Of course. And I mean, I think that's so awesome. And I love that you get so much joy. Like these photos of you with him, you're just radiating. Yeah. And, you know, you just bring so much happiness to those around you. So thank you. what's the name of the truck? Can you tell us a little bit about it and where our listeners can find it if they're in that area? Yeah. So it's called Samo Demos Shrimp Fish and Grits. Um, and then if you go to Instagram, the at for the food truck is at Samo Shrimps. Also, there's a website called Street Food Finder. And if you go on there and just type in Samo Demos, like it has our whole schedule up for months out. Um, and it'll have like updated scheduling on if we change or where we'll be at, all that timing, all that stuff. I mean, we kind of move around to different breweries. We've done apartment complexes. We do festivals. Like we kind of do a little bit of everything. I'm like brainstorming some stuff for the future of like, we're kind of turning it a little bit into like a catering thing. So if somebody calls us and they have a birthday party, they want us to come to like, we're, we're moving in that direction as well. We want to be able to or cover weddings. a lot of different areas. Yeah. Like anything really that people, I know, like even um, at my old high school, they had before COVID and stuff with graduation, they had like senior day where they had different food trucks come up and we were looking to get involved with that. Um, so we're trying to be kind of like open to all different ideas. Um, and then hopefully eventually in the, maybe the next couple of years, we're going to try to move to different States and just do like a pop-up food truck type of thing. Um, and so I've been looking into that, um, Chicago, even going back to Dallas, New York, like just different cities where we can pop up for like a weekend. Cause we have, I mean, we have family all around and stuff like that. We want to be able to just move to different places. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Well, if the borders open up, come up to Toronto yes. we'll, be. we'll make sure you're busy and I think Kia's up here too we'll make sure you are busy but I wanted to thank you so much and where can I point our listeners to what you're doing and everything else so what's your um Twitter handle what's your IG so my IG it's Azure underscore Stevens um okay and then I actually don't have a Twitter <laughs> I had one like a few years back but I deleted it um and then I'm on Facebook I don't get on there a ton but I'm on there it's just Azure Stevens and if you could ask we could ask the listeners to donate to one specific charity that you were interested in what would that be for you um I would pick by the hand it's a organization in Chicago that works with kids um just providing opportunities for them in their future. Um, and that's one of the organizations that we donated to over the summer. Um, but I really liked kind of the initiatives that they had um, just for bettering our children. Cause I think like, that's one of the most important things to do. They're our future. Um, so we really need to pour into them and hope that our future is a little more better than what we're currently in. <laughs> this is wonderful. And it was so, I'm so happy you were able to come on the show. Like we're huge fans and we're so excited. Thank you so and much. just the joy that like the WNBA brought everybody and the numbers are rising in the viewership and now everybody wants that orange hoodie. Like it's legitimately yeah. the 
swag yeah. piece to have. I just wanted to yeah. thank you for sharing that and giving us some insight. But I just really, really wanted to to thank you again. The stuff you're doing on the court and off the court, more importantly, in some ways, is just phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate you guys' support. And even all the people listening were like, I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of players. Like we're really appreciative of just all the support that we have um, just around the world, like all the people following and that really give us the time of the day because we work really hard and um, we like to feel appreciated for that. So we're really thankful for all of our fans and stay tuned. Hopefully next season they'll, you know, announce it soon. But I mean, I know I'm looking forward to being back on the court. So (laughs) can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much, Azra. Thank you guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.